like to invite our children to come up front and sit on the floor or in this front row or you know Bill's on been on vacation for about a week I think he'd really like a couple kids on his lap uh, and Dave's kids you know they're gone and grown and so again I think I think he'd be blessed if some of you would sit on his lap maybe some of you big older kids could sit on on Bill's lap anyway come on up you guys don't be bashful um, we're gonna watch the puppets here in a minute and so you'll have a front front row seat before we do that though I want to um, talk a little bit about um, our children and basic in particular when I was in seminary, uh, one of my professors said something that caught my ear and was kind of disturbing. He said, many uh, children and youth see Christianity as an adult religion, and the kids uh, feel like they're just along for the ride. Well, how many adults want to join me in saying a hearty no to that? Amen, right? Uh, we want to say to you kids that you are the church now. When I was growing up, um, it seemed like a lot of adults would say to me, Jimmy, you have so much potential. And uh, of course they meant it as a compliment, but after a while I started to feel, I started to actually hate that um, type of affirmation because I didn't feel I didn't feel like they were valuing me at the time as, as a child. And I was like, I didn't feel valued in the moment. I felt like they were saying, someday in the future, you'll be of value. But um, we want to say to you kids and uh, young adults that we value you now. You are, so really we want to say several things. One is, you are the church now. You are an indispensable part of the body of Christ now. We need you. Amen? Amen. We need our children. We also want to say that you are valued. You are valued, and we're watching you. As you know, we, we are watching you, and we're, we're inspired by you. And then the last thing, uh, Bill will talk a little bit later about how while you're being trained here at TCF, don't think you're on the shelf. You are not on the shelf. Um, you are also ministering already in the name of Jesus Christ. So we want to say to you, you are the church now, and you are a powerful minister of Jesus Christ now, and uh, you are indispensable now. Um, 1 Corinthians 12 talks about this. I'd like, um, this is a, a chapter that's talking about the spiritual gifts being spread throughout the body, but I'd like you to think about it in terms of gifted people and the adults talking to the children uh, about how important they are. I'm starting in verse um, 14. It says, for the body is not one member, but many. If the foot or a child should say, because I'm not a hand, 
or an adult, I'm not a part of the body. It is not for this reason any the less a part of the body. If something high up like the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I'm not a part of the body, it is not for this reason any the less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? And if the whole, whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But now God has placed the members, each one of them in the body, just as he desired. The eye cannot say to the hand, or the adult cannot say to the child, I have no need of you. Or again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, it is much truer that the members of the body which seem to be weaker are indispensable. Isn't that fascinating? So kids, the Bible is saying that you are indispensable to this body. That means we can't do without you. You are very, very, very important to us. One of the great ministries of the church over the years has been the youth group, BASIC, which stands for Brothers and Sisters in Christ. I had the privilege to uh, be a part of that for many years. And BASIC is a great example of how um, our kids are already involved in ministry. They're training, but they're already going. For example, consider this, how many missions trips uh, BASIC has been on or been a part of to Mexico, New Orleans, Seattle, Cambodia, Kenya. You saw the worship team this morning, um, much of which is comprised of BASIC uh, young people. For probably 15 to 20 years, BASIC has offered TCF parents and other parents an opportunity in December to get a date and go Christmas shopping while basic ministers to the kids in a fun way called Parents Night Out. Many of you have enjoyed that. Basic youth have been to countless nursing homes over the years, women's shelters, low-income housing projects, uh, feeding the homeless. For years, uh, basic has done the Home Missions Week where we've served Habitat for Humanity, John 3.16, World Vision through their 30-hour famine. Um, we've cleaned up and painted the Glory House. We've worked for the Salvation Army, North Tulsa churches, and indeed, I want to remind you that this room was painted uh, by BASIC one year, uh, um, except for the ceiling, which was done by Dave. Way to go, Dave. So um, just a lot of ministry going on. And this morning, we have uh, the privilege of installing a new set of leaders for BASIC, Daniel and Lauren Clutter and Kevin Schrader. So I'd like to ask them to come forward now, as well as the elders. We want to commission them to this work. And then after we've prayed for them, um, we're going to invite the basic, any BASICers who are here to come up and uh, pray for them as well. So come on up here, you guys. <laughs> Have you ever been up here, Lauren? No. <laughs> this is um, Daniel's wife, Lauren. Let's welcome Lauren. <laughs> I think he did pretty well, don't you? Just, yeah, so... <laughs> well, 
Brothers, would you join me as I pray? And um, when I'm done, if you'd like to pray as well, please, please do so. Thank you, Lord. Father, we know that it's no small thing that we're doing right now in laying on our hands as the uh, authority authorities of this church to commission these young people to serve our 7th through 12th graders. Father, we thank you that each one of these know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and that the Holy Spirit is active in their lives. And Father, that they would desire to minister. They desire to see Christ formed in our youth. We pray right now, through again, through the laying on of our hands, that you would commission them to this work, that you would install them in it. We pray for protection from the enemy who will seek to confuse them, to hurt them, to take them out in some way. Uh, we pray that you would protect them and that we as a church would uh, stand shoulder to shoulder with them. We pray, Father, for favor, uh, for your favor to rest upon them as they minister, as they teach, as they relate to the young people. We pray that you would keep them on the alert, full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit, and that they would be sensitive to you, know, you, Lord, and know when a particular child needs an encouraging word or an admonishment or uh, some um, act of mercy. We just bless them in Jesus' name. We ask for your equipping and your anointing. Keep them full of zeal, Lord, and courageous. And we pray these things, and we thank you for providing them in Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah. Equip and empower them, O God, in Jesus' wonderful name. Would any of you brothers like to pray? Father, as elders, we thank you that you have heard our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Recall some months ago as we looked at this situation and wondered what are we going to do, from whence will come the leaders, and you sovereignly have provided thank you, Lord. them. Thank you, we Lord. thank you for that, Father. Yes, thank you, Lord. Now, Lord, we thank you for all of the experiences that these three have had. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, for every wound that they have received and every victory they have known. Lord God. All the dreams they've realized and all the dreams that have been dashed. Lord God. And God, the hope that you have put in their heart. Yes, Lord. Because we know, God, all of these things have been a part of your yes, forming Lord. them for that position to which you have now called them. Lord, we pray, therefore, that not only out of their experience, but the gifting of the Holy Spirit, especially as Jim has already prayed, the gift of discernment. Lord God to see the needs of each individual young man or young woman, Lord, for whom they now have charge. Father, we know that Satan will do everything that he can to exhaust them physically, to weary them spiritually, and, oh God, at times emotionally to make them despair. Oh God, may he fail in all of that. The Holy Spirit that inhabits each of them, we pray, will well up 
and continue to give joy and enthusiasm and that sense of victory when defeat seems to loom, O God. We pray that in coming years, these three can look back with joy as we see the young men and women who are now in basic, mature adults accomplishing much to your glory to a large degree because of the investment that these made in their lives. Thank you, Father, for the hope of the future and the joy of the presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Abby, would you come and pray? Any of you basicers who are here who would like to come and pray uh, just briefly for your leaders. But Abby's going to start us out. God, thank you so much for providing for us. Um, We also had heavily on our hearts We knew that all our leaders were leaving, and we didn't know what was going to happen, and you provided incredibly. Thank you, Lord, Lord, so much for um, placing Lauren in Daniel's life and Daniel in Lauren's life, that um, they were able to come together um, and add that dynamic of the wisdom of a married couple. And we would also get to have Kevin, who such an amazing dynamic because— um, he is one of us in that he just came from basic fairly recently, but we see what a fire he has for God, Amen. and it's such an example to us. Thank you, Lord, so much, and would you anoint all of them? Would you bless them? Give them energy. Give them strength. Give them wisdom. Lord, please just discernment and a joy that would fill them through everything that they go through. Lord, thank you so much for blessing them because I know that you will. Every promise that you have in the Bible is going to be fulfilled in these people's lives because they are following you and they are seeking you. God, thank you so much. I just want to say, um, before the puppet team gets started, um, as these guys go down, that uh, um, one thing the the elders really want of our basic leaders is that they be here on Sunday morning, um, as so they're they're really, as Jim likes to say, warp and woof of the church, but also so so that our young people see, are modeled. You know, good attendance at a local fellowship is modeled. Uh, Daniel and Lauren both, unfortunately, have work on Sunday mornings, um, or they will be here. So if you don't see Daniel and Lauren, it's be- just know that it's because they're working. Um, Kevin is able to be here, and um, so I, I just think it's important to mention that. I would like to l- turn it over now to Patty and the puppet team. Let's give them a hand.
Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. For He is good, He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise, sing praise. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, Pops will be back with one more song in a little bit, but first Jim asked me to share a little bit about um, how our children and youth are part of the church today and what they're doing. I think it's real familiar to you probably the passage in Deuteronomy that says, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. That's kind of a poetic, stretched out way of saying all the time, be living, modeling, talking about God's word and doing it. And indeed, I see many parents in this congregation 
who are doing that in their children's lives. I see grandparents. I think of Doris Eason, whose granddaughters have helped us in VBS every year as long as I can remember, and that's Doris's influence. So I encourage adults here that you have an important play, role to play in helping the children to be the church of today, letting them try things, uh, refining, helping them do it. Um, one obvious way that we're doing it is through Pops Ministry. And I first learned about Pops, uh, the puppet ministry, when I attended a children's pastors conference. And at that conference, a speaker was talking about puppets and how it was such a way to draw people to the Lord. And it was also a way that young people could be involved in ministry, even young people who maybe were so shy they didn't want to stand in front of anyone. You can be behind the puppet stage and nobody sees you. And so in 1999, we started a puppet team here. Daniel Clutter was one of the, that first puppet team. <laughs> and um, he's come a long way. And he's had lots of experiences from in puppets and on by the choices he's made in his life. And um, we saw how God did that. People respond to puppets, but they respond to young people take young people to a nursing home and wow, those people come alive. Um, God opened doors as our team matured to go to Honduras in 2001. We took the puppet team and there we saw how effective it was in street ministry. And so the Amor Viviente Church invited us to come again several years later to teach their young people how to do puppet ministry. And now they have a team of their own doing the work right there in their country. And of course, you know about Kenya last year, and Kevin was a part of the puppet team then in Kenya. Uh, how are they trained in POPs? Well, it's hard work. For one thing, you're down on your knees, you're locked your hand up above your head, you're holding a puppet, you're having to make it mouth the words exactly, you're having to dance, do all of those things for three to five minutes. It's hard work but the young people can do it and they're excited about it. They also have the work of when we go to do a performance somewhere, we have to unload two uh, van loads of stuff, set up the stage, the equipment, work together and do all of that to be ready. And we've encouraged the kids whenever we go anywhere from the minute we arrive, we are representatives of Jesus Christ and people have commented how our young people model Jesus in how we're setting up the stage and how we're getting along and we're not dissing each other and we're working together. That's a work of the Lord. But Pops is only one uh, visible thing. I got to thinking this week about other things. Uh, you know, we're blessed to have the young people lead in worship, but worship wouldn't be the same without some young people who you never see unless you happen to look back and that's the young people who have technical skills that are up there working the computer so you can see words. And so you can see the pictures of the missionaries. They're kind of unsung heroes, just like our sound people. We can't live without them, but we don't always recognize them. So uh, we appreciate young people for that. Jim already shared about BASIC and what an impact it's had. It had an impact in my five children greatly. They all have a world vision and it came through this church and through BASIC. And missions, of course, is a big thing here at TCF, sharing with the world. 
And when we have our annual missions conference, we also have a children's missions conference. This last one, we had Andrew McIndarfer, one of our own, who's now with Youth with a Mission, share, and again, Daniel shared. And they showed the kids how they are living a life of adventure, serving Jesus now. Then they also challenged them that children are missionaries now. Boys and girls, you are missionaries because you love Jesus, and wherever you go, you represent him. Uh, teachers, we have children who have been assistants in all of our classes, but this year, this past year, I had several who said, I want to do more. I want to teach. And so we have young people who prepare the lesson, do the preparation, and teach the lesson, and do an excellent job, and they have adults as their assistants. They are doing the work, they're growing in it, and it's fantastic. And then some unsung heroes uh, for me are in Good News Club. We have a family, Mrs. Farrell and her children, who are so valuable in Good News Club. Those kids are setting up and tearing down our snack table, listening to verses, running the sound uh, tape player, doing all sorts of things. We can't get along without their ministry and it's very valuable. Josiah and Michelle, who's behind the stage, we really appreciate you. And we appreciate Rachel, who's a young person who's able to be a group leader. And we encourage more of you to do it. Unfortunately, with the way school is, not too many uh, high schoolers are out of school uh, at that time. But if you are, we'd love to have you. In the third and sixth grade class, we felt like we wanted to get the kids out more. And so several times we've gone to a nursing home during our class time. And the first time we went, we had prepared cards to give out and we had prepared um, songs that we would sing about love. And you know, we went there, the people are gathered. It was kind of intimidating. The kids stood there kind of like deer in the headlights. But they sang, but the longer they were there, the more they started sharing the love of God. And when we finished singing and started going around to the rooms where people were uh, confined to their beds, those children came alive. Some of you boys and girls remember how they went from room to room, hugging people, sharing with them, and made a huge impact of the love of God. So we want to do that more. There's so much more that we can do, but children, I want to encourage you and tell you how important you are to us. You are, um, we thank you because of your smiles and your joy, the hugs you give. And I want to read a verse to you from, that Paul wrote to Timothy. He said, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, in purity. He's encouraging them in all those ways to serve the Lord and do it excellently while, while they're young. Well, Pops is going to do one more song. This song's about diving into the love of God. And so it talks about a river, and the river is the grace of God, and it's challenging you to jump in to that grace of God.
those guys amazing, huh? The award-winning puppet team. They have won awards several years, regional awards for regional puppet festivals, and uh, I hope that, hopefully that whetted your appetite. The next time we have a five-Sunday month will be at the end of October, 
and we're going to have a full performance the last Sunday of October, um, October 31st, I think that is, and we're going to have a full performance of the puppet team. So let's hear it again for the puppet team. Thank you. Okay, kids, hang in there just a few more minutes, okay? Just a few more minutes. If you ever look at your Sunday morning bulletin, you see one of the things we have in there is training and going into the harvest. That is kind of a slogan, a mission statement of this church has been for as long as I can remember. And you might, if you're in fourth grade and below and fifth grade and up, if you're one of the children, one of the youth of this church, you might say, well, what does that mean to me? What does training and going into the harvest mean to me? I have to say that in most significant ways, it doesn't mean anything different for you than it means for me or the rest of us adults here. God has tools that he uses. And those tools are never on the shelf. Some of your dads have uh, big shelves with tools on them and they sit there sometimes unless they're really active and unless, or unless they got some honeydews that moms told them to do, that they want them to do. But God has tools that he uses, and his tools are us. And those tools are never really on the shelf. There may be times when he gives us a little bit of a respite from ministry, but we're always his tools and we're never really on the shelf. And you might think that because you're little or because you're still in school or because you're younger, that your time of laboring, your time of working in the harvest is still to come. But as we've already seen this morning, as I've already been mentioned this morning, that's not true. It's here. Your time for laboring in the harvest is here. It's now. It's today. The reality is that training and going happens simultaneously. It happens at the same time. That's a big word for some of you littler ones, simultaneously. But it happens at the same time throughout our lives. Though God may be constantly preparing us also for something in the future, He's also constantly giving us opportunities to serve him, even while he's preparing us. The harvest is all around us. That's why we see that sign out in the foyer. Kids, I want you to look at that sign when you leave church today, right at the top of the stairs there. Who knows what it says? What does it say, Lydia? You are now entering the mission field. That's right. That's because... Some of you here are future missionaries. You'll go on the field somewhere else. But all of you are missionaries today in the sense that our mission is the world around us. God may call you to a distant harvest field to share his gospel of grace. I pray that's true. We've had some of our young people grow up, and they're there now, or they're getting ready to go. Some of you here are future church leaders, future Patty Elans. Patty does such an amazing job with our youth, doesn't she? And I don't know about you, I hope we have Patty forever, but we won't. Someday, Patty is going to lay that ministry down, and some of you may be taking that ministry up. Some of you are future Jim Garretts. Some of you are future Jim Grinnells. Some of you are future Coach Bills. But you know what? God is using and will use all of you. We see this reality that God's using us, even as he's preparing us every day at TCF. Patty mentioned a lot of those things, the youth worship this morning, the puppet team, uh, 
Kids Hope. We've had some of our youth serve as Kids Hope tutors. Uh, we've had our children, any, once, once you're out of children's church and you're in seventh grade, that means you're in basic age, we have kids serving in nursery from seventh grade on and up. And as Patty mentioned, we also have children serving in uh, children's church. But the harvest, you need to remember this, children, the harvest is not just out there. It's in your school when you love someone. The harvest is with your neighborhood friends, all of the activities you have. If you're on a soccer team, if you're in a choir, if you do anything like that, the harvest is there too. When you demonstrate the love of Christ to them. You know, we've heard that many times. From this pulpit, many of the elders have said many times, the harvest is all around you. It's in your neighborhood. It's in all the activities. It's in the circle of influence that God has given you. That's not just true for the adults. That's true for all of you children as well. As Jim said, you are the church. There's not one adult here whose value as one of God's tools is any greater than your value this very day. Yes, God is training you, but you know what? God's training me too. God's training me too. So he's training all of us. Today we have different roles to fulfill. You know, I thought of the puppet team up here, and Patty talked about what hard work that is, and it's really true. You know what? I couldn't do that. My knees would give out in about 30 seconds. My back would be aching. But some of our young people can do things like that. So we all have different roles to fulfill in various times. The same will be true when you get older. So it's really true that God can and is using you even as he's preparing you for your future role. And the future role he has is part of his perfect plan for you. So this morning, we want to affirm you we want to bless you. We want to thank you for who you are to this church. We want to tell you how valuable you are. We also want to pray for you. So I would like all the children, okay, anybody up to through, through high school age, I want you to all come stand shoulder to shoulder facing the, audit, facing the people in the uh, congregation. All right, stand up, all of you. Just stand down here, okay? Come on, everybody. Everybody who fits into that age category. Come on, line up shoulder to shoulder. We can start right down here. Start right down here, just stand. Good, good. Okay. Now I'm gonna lead us in a prayer and I would like some of the adults to come and lay hands on our children as we pray for them, as we pray that God would help them to find their place of kingdom service, as we pray that God would continue to train and equip them for the future. So come on, any adults that would like to. Kids, this is about you this morning. This is about God equipping you and using you this morning. We want you to know how much we love you and how much we value you. So those of you who aren't up here laying hands on any of the children, please pray for them from your seats. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of our children. We thank you for each and every one. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing they are to us. We thank you, Father, that they give us joy. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that they give us tremendous sense of confidence in you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the way 
we have seen you use them already, that they are not tools on the shelf, Heavenly Father. We thank you that they are your tools being used by your hand even now, even this morning, even in this time of their lives, Father God. We thank you that you are using our children. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the unique gifts that you have placed in each one of our children. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that they love you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit is calling them into a deeper walk with you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are working in them to change and mold and shape them into the image and likeness of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the opportunities they have to hear about you in this place. We pray, Lord, that in the coming days, weeks, months, and years, you would help them to avail themselves of the opportunities they have as they serve you in conjunction with the things we do, as they serve you in conjunction with all the other things that are going on in their lives, their schools, their soccer teams, their other activities, their friends in their neighborhood. We pray, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit would do a deep, deep work in our children. And Father, that even as you continue to fully equip them for future roles, future ministry opportunities that they will have, we pray, Heavenly Father, that you will help them and equip them to be the church now, to be the church today, because they truly are, Father. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful for the gift of the children you have given this body. We pray, Heavenly Father, you'd bless them, encourage them in you, help them to grow strong in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Jesus Christ, our Lord Jesus Christ, and Lord, that your spirit would be constantly nudging them, moving them forward in you, that their devotion to you would be truly and completely wholehearted, we pray. We thank you for them, bless them, encourage them in Jesus' name we pray, amen.